This podcast is brought to you by On Track Studio. You're listening to Things They Don't Tell Her. Everything you don't get taught about periods, pregnancy and postpartum. I'm going to take you on a journey back to sex ed and teach you what really matters. Ladies, it's time you felt empowered in your bodies. I'm your host, Caitlin Pender, founder of Her Women's Health. And I'm sharing tips to optimize your fertility, pregnancy, and postpartum journey. Thanks for joining me this afternoon. Absolute pleasure. This afternoon we're going to be talking all about body balancing and how it can improve birth outcomes. So just to get started, why don't you just tell us a little bit about yourself first? Oh, okay. All right. Well, my name's Amy. I am a midwife here on the sunny coast for about five or six years now. And I'm a yoga teacher and a Pilates teacher as of last year. So that one's a little bit newer, but it is so much fun and exciting. And yeah, I run Atherton's Families, which is um, my midwifery business that helps mamas have a normal birth to achieve Atherton's with their buds and their husbands. Beautiful. What does Atherton's mean? Atherton's is an instinctual inclination, attraction, and natural bond. Love that. Yeah. So how did you actually find out about body balancing? How did you get into that area? Yeah, so it's interesting. At work, right, we'll see women come in and they'll both be seemingly the exact same, both first-time moms, both done a bit of pregnancy yoga, been walking throughout their maternity leave, and then one progresses on and has a beautifully normal birth within a reasonable amount of time for a hospital setting, and then one will not progress quite the same and will go down a fairly significantly different route. Mm. And it's always left to just luck. And I've always had this inclination, it can't be just luck. It didn't used to happen like this, we've been birthing forever and it can't be down to just luck that this significant amount of women don't birth naturally. It certainly feels like that sometimes. Absolutely, absolutely. And at the end of the day, a minority of those women does come down to luck, no matter what they do, their birth would have gone down that road. However, the majority of those women, I feel it comes down to body balancing. And body balancing has a few branches underneath of that, which all lead to this kerfuffle in the end. But as a scheme of things, I feel it comes to body balancing. And that does include a lot of things from spinning babies, it does include things from chiropractors, it does include things from yoga and now the Pilates as well. So it's kind of an incorporation of all the goods. Wow, and so what does body balancing actually do? What is it? Yes, that's a great question because nobody knows. Even women that sign up to the workshop, I'm like, what is you here for? They're like, I don't even know. But, um, <laughs> but essentially we're balancing the ligaments that surround the uterus and the pelvis. And we want them to be not too tight, not too loose, just the right in the middle. If they're too loose, the ligaments are really important to support the bones and the uterus that are surround the uterus and the pelvis. We want them to support, but we don't want them to be too tight that they actually create obstructions within the birth canal because the ligaments have two main roles in regards to pregnancy and birth. They, first of all, guide baby into the optimal position for birth for your individual body and your individual pelvis. And then during the birth process, they help guide the baby through the birth canal. 
through flexion and rotation. And flexion is chin to chest, and rotation is how baby rotates through the birth canal with just its head or its whole body as well. So we need our ligaments to be balanced to guide baby and not just flop around and be loose, but we need them to not be too tight because the ones that are deep within the pelvis, such as the pelvic floor, can create these literal roadblocks through the pelvis, stopping baby from moving down. And what that can then lead to, which I'm sure might be some familiar terminology out there, and I'm sorry if this is a bit triggering, but sometimes this can lead to a failure to progress or an obstructed labor, um, or women being told that their pelvis is too small, and this is simply a bit of a miscommunication when quite often all of those three issues are solved through body balancing. And it makes so much sense like I always think about the pelvic floor that the muscles can be tight and they can be loose and if you went to a yoga class you know you might see 50% in the room are these flexible yogis and mm. the other 15 are these you know really stiff bodied quite inflexible people and there's so much variety in that room and we know that yoga by stretching the muscles helps to create that uh, symmetry from left to right side and create that flexibility and so you know in the pelvic floor and these uterosacral ligaments yeah. if one side's tight or if the other side's tight or perhaps if you unknowingly have asymmetry or if you are really tight through those ligaments it's very unlikely you're going to be aware of that yeah and it might just be that that is Sort of that element of luck when it comes to, to childbirth exactly right and the thing is i feel it's fairly safe to say majority of us are out of balance our lifestyles just encourage so much imbalance especially in that pelvic area things like driving a car where your right foot's ignited and your left leg is resting even if it's a manual when we're carrying heavy groceries a handbag on a shoulder or a toddler or on a hip we're constantly putting our pelvis into imbalance when we stand and we're also awful at this. We stand with one leg straight and the other leg's bent and we pop a hip to the side. I'm mm. the sucker at that. And all of these things bring imbalance into our pelvis. We cross our legs, I'm doing it right now. I'm an so. awful advocate for body balancing at times. But um, it, it all brings imbalance. And preconception, we often don't notice, although arguably I would say that I can notice in my mm. body because I get sore. In pregnancy, quite often is when you can start feeling some discomforts, especially as the relaxant is kicking in. However, often women will feel comfortable through their pregnancy and birth is where these imbalances really show their ugly heads. Yeah. Yeah. And I think it's interesting because even from the physio lens, I often look at a woman and look at asymmetries externally in the body. So I might look at, you know, tightness through the deep hip rotators or tightness through um, the front of the quads or the adductor muscles, the inner thigh. And then with my pelvic floor work, I'll have a look at the pelvic floor, but I very, I, well, I didn't until I spoke to you even mm -hmm. think to consider these uterosacral ligaments and the muscles that actually surround the belly and the uterus. So Crazy, hey. It, it just makes so much sense when I'm looking externally that probably the most important, particularly the pelvic floor and those uterosacral ligaments, is going to be the muscles that actually that do help to move baby down through the birth canal. Absolutely. That's the, the two main ones that I talk about in the body balancing is the pelvic floor and the uterosacral ligaments for the sake of 
guidance down the pelvis. So that's the flexion and the rotation. They're the two main ligaments that have that role. And is there multiple uterostate ligaments? Is there just two? One two. on either side. Yep. yep. And they attach from the lower uterus to the inside of the iliac crest. And it is interesting because round ligament pain is often to do with tightness in that uterosacral ligament. And I often see women that report pain on one side, they're doing things, they're moving mm. around their activities, but they're always reporting this sort of same side, yes. round, round ligament pain. Yeah. Um, so the uterosacral and the round ligaments, are, that's the same. No, they're actually different. Oh. Round ligaments attach from the top of the uterus to the inside of the pubic bone. Oh, okay. Yes. So those ones do get very spicy as the uterus is growing. If they're tight and they're getting pulled, pulled, pulled up, but they're so tight that they're not willing to stretch, that can cause a lot of pain. And those ones are actually in charge of um, guiding baby into the optimal position. So um, that and another one we talk about, but yeah. So what does body balancing actually look like? What does it involve? Yes, so we do a 30 minute flow that I encourage to do every single day um, within reason that you can. I understand it's probably difficult. So it's a 30 minute flow. We do um, some strength building stuff, which is your normal lunges and squats and things, um, because I believe it is so, so, so important to have some sort of fitness in your legs leading up to birth. It is the biggest marathon of your life and you are standing for a lot of it, or if not, you are squatting down, you're moving around, you're getting up and down. Yes, you need some endurance. Honestly, you just need a little bit of fitness. We don't really care about the arms as much. We don't care about abs, back, anything like that. You just need a little bit of leg strength and some endurance to be able to get through labor, I feel. Yeah. Depending on how long your labor is as well, but you don't know until you're in it, so you may as well be prepared. Um, so yeah, we do some strength stuff, and then we do um, some normal stretching stuff as well through the hamstrings and things to release the lower back pain that you may be feeling. And then we do a lot of very specific movements that you can only kind of imagine or you can see on the website that are specific to getting into the deep ligaments that are within the pelvis and the uterus. Um, we do a couple that are like hanging off the lounge. We do a couple that, you know, we're in kind of upside down positions and things like that. So yeah, and that all adds up to 30 minutes that I recommend to do every day. And so the role of the inversions, mm. what's that going to achieve? Mm. So a lot of the inversions, so specifically the one that you're kneeling on the lounge and you're leaning off the lounge with the forearms on the floor, that one with the weight of the belly lifting up towards the chin, it really pulls on those uterosacral ligaments that attach to the bottom of the uterus. So it beautifully lengthens the bottom of the uterus and the belly is pulling up. So as you get further on in your pregnancy and your belly gets heavier, that feeling can get a bit more intense. But especially if you start body balance early, mm -hmm. those ligaments are already nice and flexy. Mm -hmm. So that as that uterus slowly grows and you're doing it almost every single day, then it'll grow with it. Yeah, but if you're like 40 weeks and you jump straight into your first relaxed inversion, you'll probably feel a fair bit of a pull. And do you still recommend those ones if baby is uh, engaged or do they stop at a certain Yeah, we actually do. Yep. We actually do. We don't recommend for a few things like um, if there's too much fluid around baby, mm -hmm. polyhydramnios, um, if they've got what we call an unstable lie, um, we wouldn't recommend it, but that's more for like, 
five times, six times mums mm. um, who may have an unstable life okay. and a couple of other little things, high blood pressure, mm. don't do it. That sounds really interesting. So mm. when it comes to these movements, is yeah. there, because obviously 30 minutes can be a lot for some women to finish yeah. their routines, is there ones that you prioritise if you sort of say, if you can't do anything, at least do these ones or is there... Yeah. Um, do you try and break it up so they do different ones each day? Yeah, well I do try to encourage two moves every single day and these ones I feel are the most important to achieve that end goal in having a progressive birth experience. So that one's, yeah there's two, there's a relaxed inversion and then there's also a side seal which is another couch one where one oh. leg's like draping over um, the edge and that one you need your partner there for to hold you on the couch. <laughs> Sounds like fun. I might They're pretty fun. Answer. They're pretty funny to describe. Yeah. <laughs> the partners are often a bit like, oh shit. What do I got to How um, have you found the clients that you do see that are diligently practicing these mm. moves? Have you found a correlation to improvement in birth outcomes? It's hard to say because I have always done the body balancing so it's not like I have much to compare it to but definitely the women that do the body balancing the majority of them do have really lovely birth experiences um and they do seem to be very progressive and normal yeah um the majority yeah yeah I did just talk to one this morning um we had a really nice chat she's come back for postnatal pilates today Mm -hmm. and um yeah, she did body balancing, didn't quite go to plan her mm-hmm. birth. Yeah, she actually had, I was just going to say an interesting side note, she went to the chiropractor after, mm-hmm. and the chiropractor said that her pelvis was significantly out of whack. So one hip was way more up oh, than the yeah. other. And no matter what amount of body balancing, we work on the ligaments, we don't work on the bones, right? So no matter the amount of body balancing that she did, her ligaments were still going to be out of whack. So... Um, she actually, you know, kind of ponders whether the fact that if she went into the chiropractor sooner and her pelvis was put into shape, whether the body yeah. balance would have worked. So it's put a, it, it's just that conversation this morning has put an interesting thought in my mind about mm. chiropractor and, mm-hmm. but you never know. Well, and I wonder, you know, from a physio perspective, if someone's, um, asymmetrical through the pelvis it mm. could potentially be because of a leg length discrepancy right um and you know unless you put a, a little wedge in their shoe there's not really any way to correct that true i wonder if she does have that mm. so lots of things but um yeah, i think it really shows just how much it can make an impact really i just am such a huge advocate a huge advocate for it in any way shape or form I just feel like it can make a massive difference, mm. you know. And what about your work as a midwife? Have you found that you've ever pulled out some of these techniques or other techniques in birth? Yeah, definitely. Definitely. This one we don't teach in the body balancing. It's more of a birth workshop one, but it's specifically where you have, so say, imagining the woman's in front of you and her bum is towards you and you put your hands on either side of the pelvis and particularly in that pushing phase, where we're really wanting the outlet of the pelvis, so the bottom of the pelvis, the sits bones to come apart so baby can come through. And you push on the top of the iliac crest together and that separates the bottom of the Mm -hmm. pelvis. And that's really allowed, if mum's pushing, pushing, pushing and baby's not descending, and you push these hip bones together, it allows that head to come out really beautifully. It's happened 
like I, I distinctly remember these times it's happened about two or three times and where it's like you know kind of on the verge oh we're gonna have to do a vacuum mm. if this baby's not coming down and I just like with all my might <laughs> and then I get down I'm like dad can I do it and then he'll do it like light and I'm like gotta do it harder man like do it harder because they feel like they're gonna break them in half but um honestly the mums honestly love it the harder the better that kind of that visual of the the bottom of the pelvis reminds me of the sort of knee out yeah in feet out that's it that's exactly it uh, yeah I will yeah I'll leave a link to an image in the show notes or on the Facebook or Instagram group, but yeah, it's really interesting if you watch a visual what happens when you do internally and externally rotate the femurs. Yeah, um, what actually happens to that pelvic outlet? Massive difference. Really interesting. And really important to know when you go into birth to remember that and to tell your partner because quite often in the hospital setting your knees will be brought outwards, but we actually need them to be brought. Inwards, yeah, knees in, feet out. Yeah, yeah, that's right. Do you have anything else you wanted to say or mention about body balancing? Let these guys know where they can find you, and if they're local to the Sunshine Coast, Amy does run body balancing workshops. Um, but is there a way that people that aren't local to the coast can find you? Yeah, yeah absolutely. So just on Instagram, Appetence Families, it'll be tagged in this, I'm sure, um, and you can get on the website from there if you like. Um, also, we do do the body balancing online now, which oh, is exciting. Really? So you can access the workshop online, mm-hmm. um, or you can come into the workshops, which are once a month, um, mm-hmm. or we do private workshops as well at your home. Is that a pre-recording or a live online? It's a pre-recording. pre-recording. That's awesome. yeah. 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 To access straight away. Amazing. Thanks. Well, thanks so much. If you guys do have any questions for Amy, let me know and leave a comment uh, either in the Facebook group or on Instagram and I'll get back to you. All right, guys. Thank you. Thanks so much for listening. I hope you enjoyed today's episode. Don't forget to subscribe and share this with other pregnant women or other women that you think deserve to understand this information. It is my mission to share this knowledge with women because this is something that I believe that we should all be taught.